Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. I'm trying really hard not to laugh because the second I hit record, Harley Quinn decided it was the perfect time to eat, finish eating from her bowl behind me. She left herself a few mouthfuls and she decided now was the best time in the world to start eating her food. So if you hear some of that in the background, I do apologize. All right. So today is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. I can't believe it's February already. January went by way too fast, it felt like. But we're in February, whole new month. This is episode number 64, and I'm calling it Dream Your Biggest Dream. So this is a topic that I am passionate about and one that I have just started to really work on and hone and work through. So I figured it was a great time to do this episode, especially because we're still at the beginning of the year. Now's a great time. Maybe you had some New Year's resolutions that didn't work out great, but now's the time to kind of refocus in on some of that, some of your goals. So what is that thing that you want that you either have always wanted, or maybe it's a recent thing that you want? What is something, and it doesn't have to be a physical thing like a new car, you know, but what is your dream for your life? Where do you want your life to be in the next three to five years? Who do you want to be? What do you want to have more of in your life? I feel like that's something we all don't really think about a whole lot. I've heard this great quote recently that is we as humans tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in one year, but severely underestimate what we can accomplish in five years. So that's why I think having your biggest dream possible written down with action steps to get you there That's how in five years, your life can look drastically different. And I don't know about you, I love my life where it is. I am grateful for the spot that I'm in right now in life. But in five years, I want my life to look drastically different. I've got big plans and big dreams. And if I don't know what those dreams actually are, I don't really know what direction I'm headed. And I'm just kind of letting life take me by surprise, which is fine. But the way I think about having some kind of a big dream to work towards is it's like trying to navigate through like a, navigate a ship or an airplane. You're not always going to be on the right course. It's going to take small redirects to get you from point A to point B. But if point B is where you're meant to go, you will wind up there even if it takes you, some storm comes through and takes you off course. So that's how... I like to view having these dreams, not that I'm so stuck on the end game, the end goal where I will do it. Okay, I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting very excited here, very passionate. So I've got my dreams and I really want my dreams and I'm going to start working towards those dreams today. So in five years, my life can be different. But if along the way I realize my end goal, my end dream that I wanted five years to look like, maybe I realize along the way that that's not exactly where I want it to be. And I want to pick a new destination. I want to pick a different dream or a better dream for me. 
that's fine. So you're allowed to love your dream today, your five-year dream, but you're allowed to, in a year, change your mind some. (gasps) Now, I don't mean pick a dream today and in two months throw it out the window, pick a new dream, and then in two months throw that dream out the window, pick a new dream, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't mean that, but if you are going to school. Like when I was originally going back to school for my bachelor's, I wanted math degree, wanted a math degree to be a teacher. And I was working my ass off to finish that math degree. And then I realized I don't actually want a math degree because I was procrastinating taking the actual math classes. (laughs) I was taking all the electives and having a great time taking history classes and accounting classes and English classes because I am a nerd and I do love to learn. So I loved all those electives and I was procrastinating taking calculus two, three, and four all online. It just did not... I just didn't want to do it. (laughs) So I realized while I was taking the elective classes that I loved accounting. While I loved numbers and math, I also loved accounting. So I shifted and pivoted and instead got my bachelor's in accounting and entrepreneurship instead of math. So that's what I mean by picking a new dream towards the end. If you want to change direction slightly, so I don't mean doing a complete 180. But maybe you do want to do a complete 180 and change your dream 100% and that's okay. But maybe changing your dream looks more like shifting the end result ever so slightly. Maybe you thought you wanted four children and in five years and it turns out pregnancies are not your favorite thing and neither are small children and you only want one or two kids. That's an okay thing to shift and focus on too. But I'm going down a rabbit hole here. So I want you to live your biggest life possible and it can start today. It can start it can start today. You can start working towards your dreams and goals right the hell now. So what's stopping you? So I'm going to go into a little bit today with how do you make this big dream? How do you break it down into some action steps and making sure this is actually your dream and not someone else's dream for your life. So we'll go into that a little bit too. So hopefully I won't be too long with today's episode. Worst case scenario, I can make this two parts, but we'll see as we get going how long it takes me to get through this here. So I want you to get rid of your excuses and start dreaming today. Whatever your excuses, I don't have money, I don't have time, I don't have this, I'm not in the right spot to be doing this, I don't have the right job yet, I don't have the right partner yet, throw it all in the trash. Now, I don't mean throw out your old car, throw out your husband, throw out your kids, throw out your family, that is not what I mean, but what I mean is throw out your excuses. Stop playing the victim to the things that are in your life currently. What you put out into the world is what you get back. So if you are putting out excuses that I don't have money to do my dream, my dream is to go get my doctorate, I don't have money for that. Guess what? You are never going to have money to go and get that doctorate degree, ever, never, because you are stopping yourself before you even get started. So that's what I want you to start with here 
is whatever excuses or fear or anger or upset, whatever it is inside of you, I don't have anyone to support me. Well, if you put that out into the universe that no one supports you in your dreams, nobody is going to support you and your dreams. And I will say it may be hard to not have anyone support you and the dreams you want to do, but you don't need their support, especially not in the beginning. I don't want you to share this big dream with everybody and their mother that you meet. I don't want you to do that. I want you to be happy and passionate and proud about your dreams. And I want you to share it with a few select people that will possibly support you, hopefully support you. If you don't have those people in your life, don't share it. Because that negativity, if you start sharing your big, beautiful dream that you are so excited for, and people start to look at you and say, you can't do that for whatever reason. If you are not in the right mindset, you will let them talk you out of your dream. I know because it's happened to me for multiple dreams. But then there have been other dreams that I've gone after that everyone told me, you can't do that. No, you're not going to be able to do that. And I did it anyway. So that's what I want for you is to be able to go after your dream. If you know you're not really going to get support for your dream, do your dream and shock everybody afterwards. That's what I want you to do. So we're going to start dreaming here. Before we start dreaming about what your life could look like in three to five years, we are going to pause. (laughs) And when you are making these dreams, I want you to co-create your dream with your spirit, with your soul, with your highest self, and create this dream for your highest good. That may sound a little crazy, so I want you to kind of let that sink in here. You are going to co-create your dreams with your higher self to make the best dream possible for your future self. I don't want you to sit here today and say, me today, I want this in five years. I want you to be creating that dream with a bigger purpose for future you, not just for you today, but for future you, what you want five years to look like. So you might be thinking, how the fuck do I do this? How do I co-create with my higher self? Part of it is intention. You need to, before you start thinking about this dream, have the intention that you are going to co-create with your highest self and create a dream for your highest good. But it's more than just intention. You also have to get in the right mindset before you get started. And so that can be depending on you as a person. It's going to depend on how you need to do this. So for me, I know to kind of clear my headspace, to reconnect with source or spirit or the universe or God, whatever it might be. For me, the best way I do that is by going for a hike. Doesn't have to be a long hike, doesn't have to be a hard hike, but I just have to get out in nature, take a few deep breaths while I'm walking, and look around me and really appreciate life, really appreciate nature, really appreciate the world and everything that it is. 
I right now it's winter, so there's no leaves. There's not a ton of color. Like there's no wildflowers growing or anything like that. So when I go out there, it's bare trees and not a whole lot. So, but when I am out there, I am in such a state of gratitude that I see all the colors. Even though there may not be pretty pinks and purples and whites because there's no flowers, but there's still so many different shades of green, so many different shades of brown, so many different smells and sights and sounds. I walk by this beautiful river and I hear all the sounds as the river is hitting these rocks. And it just brings me into this state of love and gratitude. And it reconnects me to my source. It reconnects me to my highest self. So maybe you don't have a place you could go hiking. Maybe you don't even like hiking and that's not your thing. That's okay. Maybe what it is for you is some meditation. You close your eyes for two to five minutes, take some really deep breaths. You could do a guided meditation, your own kind of meditation, whatever you want to do. But just to step back from your day-to-day stress, your day-to-day life and step into the love and the light and the universe that has you supported, the universe that has your highest good at heart. So that's the state you have to be in. For me, if I can't go out for a hike, meditation is great, but maybe you're not a meditator either. I would say the next best thing you can do to get yourself in this state to co-create with your highest good, your next best thing is going to be, I do this every single morning, is what I call a gratitude practice. And that gratitude practice can be as long of a list as you like. But for me, that gratitude practice, if I wake up, especially on a Monday morning, (laughs) wake up Monday morning to an alarm and I'm like, damn, I don't want to be up. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to X, Y, and Z. And I'm not in a good mood. I start my mornings after I feed all my animals. I sit down pull a card from an Oracle deck, and then I do five things that I'm grateful for. And those five things, I have to really feel it, really believe it deep down in my soul, and it shifts my vibration, and it shifts my mindset and changes my morning. So it can be five things if you want. It can be 10 things. I've done 10 before, and sometimes if I'm in a really bad mood, 10 is a lot. (laughs) But I found that five is a really great place where it's easy to think of five things, even if you're in a bad mood. But it's more than just thinking of, oh, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, and you move on. No, you need to actually feel it in your soul. I am grateful for, for me, it's my animals. I am grateful for my animals. I am grateful for the house that I live in. I am grateful for another day, being able to wake up and spend another day on this beautiful planet, doing things that I do love to do, even though it may not be my job 24-7, but I am grateful for my my family that's always there for me. I am grateful for my friends as well. So I have so much to be grateful for that when I sit there and think and feel those things, it changes it 
it changes my vibration and my energy. So I would say that is probably the quickest way to shift into a different energy to allow you to co-create with your highest good in mind with your highest self. So if you need to pause this now and think of five things that you are very grateful for and really feel it. Don't just skip this part. Really feel it. And I'm telling you, it will change how you feel on the inside. Your chest will change. Your heart center will change. You may even get teary-eyed and cry a little bit because you feel the love that is all around you all the time. So once we get into this state to co-create, I want you to start dreaming. I don't care if you want to close your eyes and imagine what your life could be in three to five years. I don't care if you want to journal it, write it down, whatever it is you want in the next three to five years, whatever works for you. If you want to draw something, there is no right or wrong answer here for what your life can look like in three to five years. So I want you to now dream your biggest dream when you're in the right headspace. It can be material things. If you want a new car, if you want a new house, if you want whatever it might be, maybe you want kids, maybe you want a stronger marriage, maybe you want marriage if you're not married, maybe you want, it could be anything, whatever it is that you want. Maybe you want to have more fun in your life. You want to have more joy. You want to do adventurous things in your life, whatever it might be. Imagine what you look and feel like in five years. What are you surrounded by? What is your life like? What are you doing for a living? Maybe you want a new job. Really get in the weeds of what your life could look like. And so once you have this dream down, I'm not going to pause here. You could pause the podcast if you need to, to get your dream down. Once you get your dream down, the next thing I want you to do is look at the pieces of your dream and ask yourself, why? Why do I want that? That sometimes is a hard question. I know when I have been playing with my dreams for a little bit on my vision board, I actually put like a picture of a Tesla and a picture of a Ford F-150 and a picture of all these pretty homestead pictures of my future homestead that I want. So it's very materialistic, the things I wanted, which there's nothing wrong with that. But then when I started digging deeper and asking myself, but why? Why do I want a Tesla and a Ford F-150 Lightning? I didn't love my why. Sure, it was a why and it was a reason, but I have a bigger why. So, okay, let me backtrack here. So to me, the Tesla and the Ford F-150 meant that I had a lot of financial security, financial abundance in my life. And I would have to make a certain level of income to buy myself two new cars in the next five years and two kind of expensive cars, or they can be expensive. So to me, the Tesla and Ford F-150 meant financial abundance. But I would rather have financial abundance And there was other whys behind it. Why I want financial abundance. I want financial abundance for myself. It is a little selfish. I also want financial abundance 
for my future children so they can be set up and have a different kind of life. I can provide them a very different kind of life than the one that I grew up with, which was nothing wrong with the one that I grew up with. I just want something different for my children. So I began to think about why I want this financial abundance. There's plenty of other reasons. I've got them all written down, but those were a few that came off the top of my head. Why do I want financial abundance? Went down the rabbit hole, and then I realized the images of a Tesla and Ford F-150, Lightning, Ford F-150 Lightning, don't invoke that feeling of why I want the financial abundance. I look at them like, yeah, those are cool things I could buy. And how does a Tesla and a Ford F-150 Lightning, for me, translate to my kids, future kids? It just didn't invoke the right feeling, so I took those pictures down. So that that's a long story. What I'm trying to tell you here is when you start to ask your why, when you were dreaming your biggest dream, whatever that might be for you, you start to ask every little piece, I want you to ask why. Why do you want the new car? Why do you want the new house? What does that mean to you? Why do you want the new job? What does that mean? Why do you want more friends or a relationship or kids, whatever it might be? Why do you want that? It doesn't have to be some big reason because I want to end world hunger, you know. It can be selfish, but it has to be a big enough why for you to keep pushing towards that dream. It has to be a big enough why for you to wake up early to go after that dream. A big enough why for you to skip watching TV to go after that dream. If it's not a big enough why, you're not doing that shit. I promise you, whatever it is. So you need to have a really big why and you need to know what that feeling is. What is the feeling going to be when you walk into that brand new house you've always wanted? What kind of feeling are you going to have? Because I want you to feel that feeling now as if it's already happened. That's part of the shift here. You need to feel it as if it's already happening. It needs to invoke some kind of feeling for you. It needs to have feeling and a why for you to really have that follow through. For you to really continue down this path and down this journey to living your biggest life with your biggest dream. So once you have the beautiful, amazing dream, you figured out your whys, you figured out your feelings. Now this might take you a few days to get through all this and that's okay. I don't expect you to sit down right now today and have it done before I finish talking on the podcast. Not at all. I've been working on what is my dream? What are my goals? What goes on my vision board? For almost a year now, I've been working on this. What is my dream? What are my goals? What's on my vision board? How do I take my long-term goals, make them into short-term goals, and then make them into daily habits? So this is something I've worked on a lot. So what I'm hoping is this podcast episode and the future book that I'm writing will help you get from A to Z faster than it's taken me to get from A to Z. Now, this is a five-year dream. It's still going to take you five years to get to your dream, but I don't want you to spend a year of that just trying to figure out what the hell you're doing. (laughs) I would rather you spend a week or two figuring out what the hell you're doing 
than a full year trying to figure out what's going to work the best for you to really get it all together. So once you have that big, beautiful dream, we're going to reverse engineer your dream. We're working backwards here. We started with, we began with the end in mind, and now we're going to create goals. What are your goals based on these dreams? Maybe your dream was to go back to school, finish whatever degree you're trying to finish or work on. That's a great that's a great thing to have. In five years, I will have this degree and it's going to help me on my career to do this and it evokes this feeling and I've got a why because of X, Y, and Z. That's great. But now you have to take goals, make action steps to get that degree. You're not just going to go from no degree to having a degree the next day. There's lots of steps in between there. Certain classes you have to take. You also have to, before that, submit your applications. You may need letters of recommendation. You may need test scores to submit to whatever schools you're trying to go to, transcripts, all these things. And then you have to get through the classes, pass the classes, figure out what you're majoring in. So there's a lot of steps. But what I want to start with, before we get to the baby steps here, <laughs> is I want you to think about, okay, my dream looks like this. What are the long-term goals? How do I put that in words? What it is I say I want. Even if it's a feeling, I want to feel happier and at peace in five years. Well, what brings you happiness and peace? Maybe it's hiking, maybe it's writing, maybe it's reading, maybe it's running, whatever it could be. Maybe that makes you feel happiness and peace. Well, then how can you have more of that in your life? Or how can you take that feeling you feel when you're running, that happiness and peace, and translate it into work? Where maybe you can't, I mean, some people do run for a living, but maybe you're not one of those people and you have a nine to five day job that you're not that happy and peaceful at. How can you take that feeling you feel at doing whatever it is you're doing and bring it to something that doesn't bring you joy and peace, but you have to do anyway, like laundry or dishes or you name cleaning the house. Maybe that doesn't bring you happiness and joy either. Peacefulness. Um, so I want you to create goals. If you want to be happier and more at peace, Maybe your goal is to do more things that make you happy and feel at peace in your free time. Maybe your goal is to figure out how to bring that feeling into your work life. Whatever it is for you, I want tangible goals, long-term goals. And five years from now, to achieve my dream, I need to have one, two, three, whatever things done, and I will be living the dream. I need to have bought the new house. I need to have bought the new car. I need a new job. I need that degree. I need to finish my book. I, oops, sorry. I need to have this feeling, whatever it might be, make those your goal. I do have a whole separate episode on goals, how you should write your goals. So I'm not going to go too deep into goals right now. I'm trying to be mindful of time here, but create your long-term goals. Once you have your long-term goals, it's time to work up shorter goals based on those long-term goals. So sure, it's great to have 
a goal of in five years, I want to have this degree. But yet again, if you don't have the action steps lined up to get you there, how are you going to get there? What are the steps you need to take? And those are your short-term goals. So I will use the degree as um, as a great example for a lot of reasons, because degrees, I think, are no joke. They do take a long time. So that's a great five-year goal if you want some kind of a degree. And I'm also going back to school for my doctorate. So that's like a very pressing goal, part of my dream in my head. And it's an easy example because a lot of people have some kind of degree or have gone to college or know people that have gone to college. So it's not too outlandish to use that as an example. So that's the one I'm going to kind of stick with here for making smaller short-term goals. So your big goal, get that doctorate degree. Your short-term goal, though, you need to figure out what program you want to go to. What school do you want to go to? What do those applications require? Figure out when you're going to write the essays and submit your applications. And if you need letters of recommendation or test scores, then it's a matter of what classes do you need to take? When are they offered? Are they online? Are they in person? Can you work the in-person classes in with your current schedule? How do you pay for that degree? Are you going to pay out of pocket? Do you need a student loan? Is there a scholarship or financial aid available? So these are all things. So when I was working on, I decided part of my dream was this doctoral program. What I did was I took a sheet of paper and wrote down as many steps that I knew of to get this doctorate degree. I wrote down everything. I needed an interview with the dean. I needed letters of recommendation. I needed two different essays. I needed to submit the application. I needed to... I need to call the VA to talk to them about the benefits that I have left for my GI Bill. I need to register for the classes. I need to, all the things. I wrote down every single thing, and I've made it a short-term goal. My short-term goal was to submit my applications by the end of January. Then my next goal was to contact the VA about getting the benefits switched to whichever school it is that I'm going to. And then my next classes I knew started in July. So I had until July to get some things figured out around the house and whatever else it might be. So you can easily take my long-term goal as a doctoral degree, but it's going to take me years to get there. But what are things I can work on today? Some of the things I could work on were related to the application. So now that I've applied and been accepted somewhere, I'm kind of waiting around until July, but I'm working on other things to help reduce time in my life so I have more time to dedicate to this doctoral degree. So for instance, I bought this house, doesn't have a dishwasher. It doesn't have a spot for a dishwasher any either. Not that I just didn't buy one. There's just no room for it. So what I decided is, I'm sick and tired of washing, hand-washing dishes. It's been over a year, and it would save me a lot of time to have a dishwasher. So I figured out a way to get a portable one. I don't have it yet, but it'll be here soon. So I've started kind of taking stock of what in my life can I cut back on, save myself some time that I can invest towards a doctoral degree. So that's how you 
create your short-term goals. You look at the long-term goal, and it might be helpful to brainstorm everything you need to do for that long-term goal. Maybe you want to write a book, and you start writing down everything you need to do to get this book written. You need to actually write it. You need to get it published. You need to think about a cover art. You need to think about where you're going to sell the book. Do you want a publisher and an editor? Do you want to do some of that yourself? Do you want a digital version? Do you want an audible version? Do you want whatever it might be? Those are all things you have to do or think about at least before the book is a finished product. So it might be helpful if maybe the idea of writing the book you don't want to do right now, you can at least do all your research and get that done and start working towards that goal today. So take your big goal, write down everything you can think of that you need to do to achieve that big goal, and then start planning it out. How long-term or short-term is said goal? Do you need two days to do the research? Can you finish writing a book in a month? Do you need six months to finish writing your book, depending on what the book is? Maybe you need a couple years. Whatever it is, Figure out your timeline. Figure out what you need to do and what kind of timeline you need to get it done. Once you have created your goals, maybe we should have done this a little sooner in the process, but thankfully, I don't think anybody, as I'm talking about this, has been able to do every single step perfectly. But I want you to really make sure, before we start really moving towards these goals, I want you to really make sure that these dreams that you're having for yourself five years from now are actually your dreams. You might be thinking, well, what the hell? They came out of my head. It's something that I thought about. Of course, they're my dreams. But how many people have told you in your life what you should be doing with your life? Probably a lot of people have told you, you should be doing X. Don't quit your day job, just do X. Don't do this, just do this. And so what I want to make sure is what is part of your dream, is it something you actually want? Is it something you want for you? Hopefully you figured some of that out when you started asking why and what's the feeling behind it. So I guess this piece ties into that. If you're wondering, well, why the hell do I want kids? Maybe you don't want kids, and that's okay. Maybe you don't want to be married, and that's okay. Maybe you don't ever want to buy a house, and you want to live in an RV or a tiny home or camp for the rest of your life. It doesn't matter. That's okay. Do not let anybody tell you You have to have the new house, the new car, the spouse with the four children, two to four children. You don't need to have any of that. With the big fancy job, your dream is part of your life and you get to live it however the hell you want to live it. Do not let anybody, spouse, siblings, best friends, parents, whatever, tell you how you should be living your life, what you should be doing. You should have a fancy job. You should write a book. You should do this. No, you get to decide what you should be doing. So really get clear on your why. And if you can't really come up with a great why, it may not be your dream. It may be something your parents told you from day one that you needed to make a lot of money. You needed to be rich. 
Do you actually want that? Or are you okay with paying your bills and living a happy and fulfilled life? And you don't want a shit ton of money. It doesn't matter one way or the other. But I'm here to say it also doesn't matter what anybody else says they want for you. What you should want for you. So I will say before I joined the Marine Corps, I had a lot of people tell me I should not go. I should just stay in New Jersey. I've always wanted to be an elementary school teacher. I should just do the elementary school teacher thing, not rock the boat, you know? Don't leave home at 18. No one else in my family does that. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't go 13 hours away from your family. I did it anyway. And then when I made the decision to get out of the Marine Corps, holy cow, there were so many people, don't get out. Just stay until you retire. Just You just shouldn't even get out. You just need to stay. You're doing great. It's a great career path. Just stay in the Marine Corps. Guess what? I got out anyway. Because it's my life. It's my choice. And I had my reasons for going in the Marine Corps and for getting out of the Marine Corps. But it's the same thing some of the times that I've moved or some of the times that I've left certain jobs to get other jobs, it there's always been somebody or some little voice in the back of my head saying, don't do that. Don't rock the boat. Just stay where you're at. This is good enough. This is as good as it gets. Eh, wrong answer. It's not as good as it gets. I deserve better. And so I found my way to where I am now. And I am working towards my biggest, best dream ever for my life. And I want that for you, too. Even if you don't have people that support you with all the decisions that you make, if you have a great reason why and a really good feeling behind why you're doing what you're doing, do it anyway. Now, I'm not saying to go break a bunch of laws or do something like that because that's what you want to do and you got a good feeling about it. You guys know what I mean. (laughs) If you want a new job get a new job. You don't need anyone's permission to get a new job and to live your biggest life and you have your biggest dream. I will also say that you totally deserve the life of your dreams, whatever that looks like, and the universe has your back. If what you have dreamed about and created for yourself is for your highest good, the universe is going to work some magical shit out for you. And everything's going to line up as if by magic and boom, 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 you're going to get it. Maybe it's going to be a little bit of a struggle to get it together. And that's okay. Maybe you were meant to learn certain things along the way. Maybe you were meant to shift the dream, shift your focus. I don't know and you don't know that until you get there. I also don't want you to be too hard on yourself, where if you write down these dreams today, and in five years from today, everything's not perfect like you wrote it down, so what? It doesn't matter. I don't want you to get so focused on the form of what it is that you say you want. So yes, on your list, you can have material things. Like you want a new house, you'll want a new car, whatever it might be. But I don't want you to get so focused on, I want my house 
to be this many square feet, single floor plan with this many exact bathrooms and this many exact bedrooms, and the kitchen has to look like this. I don't want you to have it so planned out to the T. You can if you want. But what I have found in life is when I co-created with my highest self for my highest good, and I left it kind of open-ended, things came together stupid fast, and it worked out perfect. And it saved me a lot of heartache of saying, oh, well, I wanted this, and I want this, and I'm just, I want this, and I'm just going to say no to everything else. Now, if you really want something super specific, please put it on there. I'm not saying to shy away from super specific, but I don't want you to say things and get so wrapped up in them that if you want your very first book you publish to be on the New York Times bestseller list and it doesn't happen, but your third book is on the New York Times bestseller list, that's still a win. You still got what you needed. The universe just needed to give it to you in a different way. So that's what I want you to think about it, is you may have to pivot, you may have to adjust, it may not look exactly perfect from how you imagine it right now today to be in five years, but that's okay. It doesn't need to be. So do not get so wrapped up in the form, because I firmly believe that the universe does have your back. And I also think it is completely okay for you to say, I'm going to launch this type of business today. And then in two or three years, you go, wow, this sucks ass. I want a different thing in my life, whether that's a job or a different business. And then you shift and pivot and change your mind. That is completely okay. Just because you dreamed it today to happen in five years from now doesn't mean you're stuck for the next five years working towards that one thing. If you hate it, you hate it. And you were meant to try it, realize you don't love it, and pivot and go do your own thing. So that, I think, is a lot about dreams here. So I'm going to recap a little bit before we close off for today. So I want you to live your biggest life possible. You deserve to live your biggest life possible. And you can start today. Throw away your excuses, your negativity, your victimhood. Throw it all in the trash. You don't need it. It's not going to help you. You need to get in the right mindset before you create your dreams. So you need to have the intention to co-create your dreams with your highest self for your highest good. How do you do that? Up to you. I think the quickest, fastest way is going to be Gratitude, showing gratitude for all the things around you, gratitude for all the things in your life. Maybe you need to go for a hike. Maybe you need to go for a run to clear your head. Maybe you need to meditate to clear your head. Whatever it is you need to do, but gratitude is a great practice to start as well. Once you have that intention, you've kind of cleared your head here. Then I want you to brainstorm. What do you want your life to look like in five years? It is not, nothing is too big to put down. Nothing. If you want to be a freaking millionaire, be a freaking millionaire. Do it. Put it down. But you need to be able to justify, once you write down all your beautiful dreams you want, why do you want to be a millionaire? 
And what is the feeling that that's going to give you when you become a millionaire? You need to have those things to really make sure it is something that you want and it's not somebody else's dream for you. Whatever it might be. So then once you know your why, you have that feeling that's going to help you push towards your dreams to finish. So now we reverse engineer those dreams and create goals. Start by creating long-term goals. Your dream might be to buy a house. Before you buy a house, there's a bunch of little baby steps that you have to do before you get there. You maybe have to either save up enough money to pay in cash or take out a loan so you have to go talk to a bank or you have to start looking for a house, decide where you want to live, how big of a house do you need. So there's a lot of steps. So you take your big dream of, I want the next best house for me. And then work on what are the little steps to get that next beautiful house that you want. Whatever those steps might be. Maybe you have to sell a house that you're living in, whatever it is. So reverse engineer your dreams to create goals, to create things that you can start doing today. Things you can start working towards today. And that's really the gist of it. Make sure these are your dreams and get out there and get started. Get motivated, get lit up, get fired up, get excited. Maybe these are big dreams, maybe they seem scary, and you're a little afraid you don't have to go tell the whole world about what your dreams are, because we do not need a bunch of negative people throwing some shade your way, and then you don't do the things you wanted to do because you got upset because somebody said something they shouldn't have, and they didn't even mean it towards you. It was more about themselves than it was about you, so... Do not even mess with telling a bunch of people. I definitely think if you have big dreams and big goals and want a new house and want a new car and want kids, you should probably rope your spouse in on some of these things here, you know. But if you want a bigger, better job, get your bigger, better job. Do your thing. Live your biggest life, whatever that is. The universe has your back. It always has had your back, even if you went through some bullshit. I think we've all gone through a very fair share of bullshit. But if you come from a place of love and gratitude instead of fear, throw the fear away. But come from a place of love and gratitude, you can look back on your bullshit that happened in your life and you can see how that helped you get where you are today, listening to this podcast, being willing to dream big and go big. This year, start going big this year so you can live a better life in five years. Remember the quote I said in the beginning, we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate, severely underestimate what we can do in five. I don't want that anymore for me and I don't want that anymore for you. I mean, granted, I probably will still overestimate what I could do in a year, but I want to be able to accurately estimate or overestimate what I could do in five. I'm tired of underestimating my five-year goals. Nope, not happening anymore. I'm going just as big as you guys, and I will gladly share some of these things as we keep going that I want to do. Um, 
So thank you for listening to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead podcast. Please feel free to like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. We release episodes. I say we, it's me. I release episodes every Wednesday. So come back next Wednesday for another amazing episode on something that'll be completely different. So I'm trying to refine like my sign off here because sometimes I do weird things. Like the last one I I did weird things, so I apologize. I was in a weird headspace before the last one. So we're going to try a different sign-off here. May you be happy. May you be well. And may you have the courage to pursue your dreams. Until next time.